0: Everybody, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen in on our Hillco Global Smarter Perspective podcasts. Uh, I'm your host, Steve Katz. And if this is your first time joining us, we're glad you could tune in. We're going to have a really great conversation today talking about the retail environment and how essential it is right now to have a solid process for doing a lot of things related to new hires, like interacting with them from the very start, communicating with them, um, supporting new um, and prospective employees all throughout the process. Uh, And for that discussion, uh, we have Mike Dwyer, Executive Vice President and Head of Operations at Hillco Consumer Retail joining us. Mike, welcome to the podcast. Great to be here, Steve. Well, we're glad to have you on. Um, I think we have some really interesting things to talk about today. Uh, and, you know, everybody in their careers has been an employee of of something, even if they're their own boss today uh, or if they're at the top of the hierarchy. And, you know, we always hear about how much more cost effective it is to retain an employee as opposed to replacing them. Um, but those discussions usually center on established employees and keeping them happy and engaged over time. I think what you wanted to share today is more about making sure that they're happy and engaged, maybe even before they come on board. And then once they're a new employee kind of fresh out of the gate, um, how you keep them happy and engaged uh as well. So can can you just kick us off, maybe give us a little a little top line of where you're coming from on why that piece of employee retention is is so important right from the very start? Sure Steve, you know,
1: typically employers spent a lot of time focused on, you know, retention as the, uh, you know, when the employees work work for the company. You know, how, how do we keep them excited? How do we keep them, you know, working for us? And, you know, they don't spend as much time on the front end, which is when we have the candidates coming in to interview. How do you really protect and, and bring them on board because they have so many options these days? So, employee retention in, in retail, as in um, other industries, begins early on in the candidate's interaction. With the company, you know, from the very start, it's important for an organization to have the mindset that the candidate is also evaluating the employer and may well have other options from which to choose. Yeah, for sure. You know, maintaining this mindset is particularly important in the current post-pandemic environment where there's a shortage of candidates has provided them with more independent and negotiating power in this process. You know, so for the can- candidate, first impressions matter. You know, uh, a retailer can make a, a great one right out of the gate but bring in the workplace to life for candidates during that interview process. You know, I like to do in-office and walking interviews because that enables the candidates to meet the existing employees they'll be working with, see their environment, uh, while also being interviewed and evaluated in the office. Plus, it gives them an understanding of, you know, what does it feel like to be in that office or in that situation on a daily basis?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know, and before and after the interview, it, it's in the retailer's best interest to be highly responsive to questions or concerns candidates may express in person. You know, responding in a timely manner with information that addresses any points raised is an open and direct manner, provides candidates with confidence that they're interviewing with a company that has. An outstanding culture and values of people that it hires. You know, when they don't respond timely or, or get back to the candidates or leave them hanging out there, it really leaves a, a bad taste in your mouth and thinking, when I join this organization, is that how the communication is going to be internally where people don't respond or my opinion is of value?
0: Right. Yeah. You know, I think that's they see those seem like very logical things, but. I can say from personal experience, oftentimes they're not, you know, they don't, they don't become actual practice. And you would think, you would think that uh, an HR organization or, um, you know, a business unit within a company, you know, in, in tandem with their talent representative for that division of a company would have those things buttoned up um, and processes for that. But, clearly it doesn't happen because i've also heard a lot of stories from other people um including my kids as they interviewed and 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 landed jobs that you know that did not occur so certainly how i think anyone would want to be treated uh, as an applicant and and when they first walk in the door uh what what should a retailer focus on from a retention standpoint you know after the candidate you know signs that offer letter you know they're psyched they're ready to join the team what what's what's the what should the focus be at that point
1: once everything's signed, you know, just like anybody else, you just uh, got offered a new job. You're ready to get started, and the candidate is very excited. On the flip side, the company also has to be equally as excited and make sure that they have a thorough plan to onboard the candidate into um, into the company. You know, you wouldn't want to show up on to work on your first day, and you're not greeted by anyone. You don't have the proper equipment to get started. You know, that, that wouldn't really feel good. And what retailers need to understand is during this process, even though the candidate accepted uh, the offer to join, they were still interviewing other places. And it's very easy for one of those uh, other organizations to pick up the candidate if they're not having a great experience in the first 30, 60, 90 days. So uh, it's extremely important for uh, organizations to have a very detailed, uh onboarding plan that starts with day one explaining to that candidate you know who are they going to meet with do they have the proper address to the to the right office um do they have any type of uh equipment they're going to need their phone their their computer uh things of that nature you know just like anybody else would expect when they show up to the first day on the job
0: yeah i think that um that's also an interesting point. And it's probably changed to some degree with some of the remote working, although perhaps less in the retail space. But, you know, uh as a, as an employee, I think it's always reassuring to know that the company's very buttoned up and that they have a plan for you. And if you, you know, if you get your laptop uh, you know, by uh FedEx and you know, before you ever report into the office and you can set all that stuff up, you feel uh, you know, good about the fact that the company's followed through, but you also it excites you. It gets gets you excited for for being in the office and being a part of the organization. So, um,
1: which is, a, which is that, an even more critical point that you know, if since we are doing a lot of uh, remote work now, that you know the you have the proper calendar invite set up that you have somebody that uh, is good with talking with the the new hire over you know. Whatever platform you're using to ensure that they're getting a, a one-on-one interaction, since they're not in the office. So again, another critical point just to help them acclimate with the uh, the culture of the business.
0: Yeah, yeah, good point. Um, so I guess the next step would be, you know, the actual onboarding process itself, which is part of what you're, you're probably talking about. There, Th- you know, additional thoughts on that.
1: Yeah, you know, ninety-one percent of new employees are willing to quit. a a new job in the first month, if it turns out not to be what they expected Hmm. or simply they do not like the company's culture. A surprising number of employees, 33% in fact actually resign in the first 90 days.
0: Yeah. Those are interesting statistics. Uh, Okay. So what else?
1: So, so, so not surprising, you know, some of the basic things on um, a a new employee's first day uh, or even first week that should be taken care of are, are typical messes, you know, Anybody that starts a new job, you know, they they would like to get their paycheck on time and, you know, however they signed up for it, you know, is it coming in the mail or is it going to be direct deposit? You know, so that's one example of something that the company has to make sure that, you know, the paychecks on time at the right location and in in the correct amount should be like a number one priority, you know, completion of any type of forms. As far as, you know, benefits, 401ks, things of that nature, you know, again, the, the new employee is looking to get all that information filled out and accurately in the first day so they can make sure that their family's taken care of it. If, uh, they, they have a, a health incident that, that occurs. So, you know, from a company standpoint, somebody has to make sure that every box is checked and not only that is checked, but it's checked on time because these individuals are counting. An organization to guide them through the onboarding process to meet all their their personal needs.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, back in the day, uh, as a lot of people uh, probably have done at different points in their careers, I I led some fairly large, geographically diverse teams. And I know, you know, one of the things that we always focused on was structured training, um, assisting new hires also to understand their career path options, you know, specifically at the company, like where would they be able to head based on where they were starting? Um, what were their options so that they didn't necessarily feel locked in? if within the, you know, that first 90 days, they didn't love what they were doing, but they maybe loved the culture, you know, understanding the fact that there were some different paths that they might be able to pursue within the company Um and you know a big part of that was assigning mentors to help them navigate the landscape and things like that so everything in essence was focused on maintaining open communications and a and a constant two-way dialogue what are your what are your thoughts um, related to that as it evolves within the you know the organization for a new employee over time you
1: no know, employee recognition and appreciation is vital to retention you know whether it's um you know the onboarding process or you know someone that's five years with the business 10 years 20 years uh with the organization but it can't just be a buzzword you know so i think sometimes organizations they really push you know recognition and and appreciation as more of a task and it's really got to come from uh come from the heart and, and be genuine and you know there's a lot of avenues that uh leaders can take to make sure that their employees um, are recognized and appreciated. You know, there's, there's, there's milestones, you know, when that team member hits their 30th day, their 60th day, their 90th day, are, you know, you're just sending them an email or, you know, shaking their hand, and say, Hey, you know, been here 90 days, this, this is fantastic. You know, or, or six months at a year, you know, to, uh, following up that those, Uh, milestones are met you know then there's other things as far as you know birthdays one thing I do I I have all my direct reports birthdays on my calendar so I make sure I send them you know a a small gift or or an email on their birthday just to let them know that I hope they have a a happy special day yeah Um, and then there's other things not just from you know uh, you know appreciation recognition but it's also just being a good boss right it's you know, are you flexible? Are you open to, you know, getting feedback from your team and providing feedback to them? Um, if, they, if they have something that they have to do in their personal life, you know, are you uh, understanding and flexible with that? So I think it's always going back and uh, to, like I think you said before, you know, you, you want to be, uh, you want to treat others the way you want to be treated. And I think between making sure that they're appreciated and you give them recognition for a job well done, that will help retain your employees.
0: Yeah, I think those are all, as you said, very important. And there are a lot of new um, forms uh, and processes and technologies that are being utilized for employee recognition. Um, You know, it's not just all like this is your basic benefits package. Uh, I know some employee, some employers are kind of, you know, part of their, you know, competition with their competitors for employees right now is, you know, what kind of unique perks can we give them, and um, you know, so that those are standing out. But then also uh, the the rewards platforms and the peer to peer recognition type of um, platforms that have been developed and are being utilized uh, within companies are adding to a sense of in- inclusion and. Um, you know, building community and making people want to stay. So all really, really um, important, particularly, I think, in in the retail uh, business, as you, as you discussed there. So anything, we're kind of running out of time, so I just want to check in. Anything else we did not cover that you wanted to convey to the audience?
1: I think it's really important, you know, for for senior management to get the buy-in from the team and other leaders in the organization. You know, this retention starts at the top down. So you have to make sure that you're in tune with what is happening in your organization and you're having the proper engagement and understanding of the culture, which Mm -hmm. is portrayed out there to ensure that you are retaining the talent um, of your uh, new employees and existing employees. You know, in our in our experience, this is uh, it's not likely to happen universally without first setting this expectation and then providing team leaders with tailored training on how to manage and engage new hires for success, specifically within uh, you know retailer stores, warehouses, and office environments. Another way to set expectations is around you know leader performance evaluations should include KPIs reflective of these duties, as well as 360 degree or internal feedback. You know, most employees that go to work, that they they want to understand how are they doing when they come into work. So if if you, you have an organization that doesn't give you know regular uh, honest feedback on an individuals' performance, it's very hard for them to excel. The organizations I see that uh, have outstanding performance in their organization are the ones that give uh, consistent, candid feedback to help their employees improve on their overall performance.
0: Yeah. And I think you hit on something really important there, which is making sure that, you know, managers um, at, you know, whatever level manager they are, are have not only been trained, but have the buy-in to what you're trying to accomplish uh, and understand why you're trying to accomplish it. Because if they don't, as you said, um, you're not gonna be able to push it. Through the organization in any kind of a meaningful way, so that was that was a good, I think, a good point to end on. Um, Listen, Mike, thanks for your insights. I can only imagine some of our listeners are probably going to want to reach out to you to discuss their specific situations or challenges they might be having in regard to retail employee retention right now. How can they best get in touch with you?
1: I can be reached either by email or phone. My email is m. Dwyer D W Y E R at ilco h-i-l-c-o-global.com. And my phone number is 847-313-4784.
0: All right, perfect. Thanks again, Mike. And listeners, as always, we hope that the Smarter Perspective podcast provided you with at least one key takeaway that you can put to good use in your business or share with a colleague or client to help make them that much more successful moving forward. And remember that you can check out more great podcasts and articles featuring timely insights from Hilco experts like Mike at HilcoGlobal.com forward slash smarter dash perspectives. So until next time for Hilco Global, I'm Steve Katz.